Hey guys, you're listening to In Traffic with Neil Rubenstein. I am Neil Rubenstein. Today I'll be sitting in traffic talking to Rick Glassman of the TV show Undateable. It's uh, live on NBC Friday nights, and uh, he's a stand-up comic. And uh, we'll get uh, you know, we'll you listen to the thing and the, the stuff. And... Hey, Rick. Hey, Neil. Hey, Neil. Hi. Could you hear me? Yeah, yeah. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you great. What's up, man? What's up, man? How how are you? Thanks for doing this, man. For sure. I'm doing well. Are you, uh... You're... Room watching the Food Network. You're like, uh... Are you, are you doing American Ninja Warrior? Are you trying half of that? All right, yeah, so here's the deal. Uh, yeah, I'm doing it, but 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 um, they uh, I talked to them about it before, and they said I could do it. And then by the time I followed up, it was after they cast everyone, so they said I could uh, still run it, but it's not going to be uh, official for the co- competition. So I'm still running it, and we're going to record it and and uh, have footage and shit of it. But it's, it's technically not competing because I didn't get back to them fast enough. And I'm so pissed about that, dude. That's uh, awesome, and also sucks. That sucks that you uh, blew it. That's, that's like, that one of my favorites. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it sucks that you blew it, like, being, I don't know, I guess, not, uh, who was supposed to make the phone call? Did you not make the phone no, call? No, 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 yeah, no, you're right, I blew it, man. I'm just saying, like, come on, relax, <laughs> we're just meeting this. I guess it sucks that you fucked <laughs> up, man. <laughs> uh, it's just, um, it's like, when I saw that stuff on Instagram that you were, like, trying out for it, I was kind of... Uh, like you strike me as someone with asthma. I mean, such a dick. <laughs> uh, like, no, are, like, are you like? Why? Tell me why. You, you, Just because I look. Well, you come across. Well, yeah, you come across very. You come across very Jewy. Like when I see oh, you without glasses, man. I'm like, no, that guy should wear glasses. No, that's not fair, man. I'm Jewish, <laughs> but like. But like I'm like the cool kind of Jewish. I'm like the kind of guy that plays Magic the Gathering, but he could also dunk. Yeah, I mean clearly. You know? Like, dude, when I saw when I saw your like in action stuff, I was like, holy shit! Like I thought when I saw your six pack for the first time, I thought it was a joke. For the first You're... time, what do you mean? Have you seen it multiple well, times? I mean, well, because like the picture. first, yeah, but well, all right, okay. So there's one picture of it, but when you do. American Ninja Warrior shit, like, you can tell, like, oh, this dude's in shape, like, it's not a joke. But when oh, I right. saw, like, just the foot, fo- like, when I just saw that photo, I was like, oh, this is a joke, like, this is funny. And then I saw you do American Ninja Warrior shit, and I was like, holy fuck, this dude's not a joke at all. Is that, like, see, like, if you told me that, like, five years ago, I would think that's cool, because I'm, like, down low athletic. It's like, oh, he's cool, and people don't know it. But now you're saying, like, even though you know that I could do that shit, you're still saying, nah, you kind of look like you have asthma. And it's like, oh, no. <laughs> no, 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 I'm saying the first time. No, I'm saying the first thing you said. Because the first time I was like, oh, this is a joke. He obviously has asthma. And then when I saw it, I was like, oh, no, it's not a joke. Like, this dude can't possibly have asthma. He's an incredible. Like, were you always, you were always athletic, though? Is that what, like, 
Yeah, but here's the deal, and, and this is something that, that has been coming up recently. I used to um, – I get very tan very easily, and uh, I used to do a joke. Uh, I used to do a joke on stage where it was kind of making fun of and deconstructing the, the structure of people saying, I'm half black, I'm half white, and then going through, like, the cliche stereotypes. So I used to do, like, a joke about that, and people started to believe that I was really half black, or a lot of people used to think I was Puerto Rican or at least Italian. And I always, for whatever reason, I always thought that was cool. Like, I like that people thought that. And as I've gotten older, I've just become, I'm just Jewish now. No one would believe I'm Puerto Rican or Italian or Greek or black or anything. I'm just a fucking, that guy doesn't have asthma. So it's like, oh, that sucks. But I can still throw it down, you know? No, I've seen, I've seen that bit also. You, all right, how long have you been doing stand-up? Like, that was your first thing or were you acting first? Uh, I started, well, it's, uh, I don't know how to answer The like, first time I did stand up, the first time I ever did, it was actually nine years ago this month. However, huh. uh, I, I wasn't taking stand, like stand up wasn't my priority. I did it every now and then it was more, uh, improv. I did that for years. Um, and then I got into stand up as like my, my thing where I would do, you know, I would try to get up every night. I, I'd say for about five or six, maybe six years now. But uh, acting, my my first real acting gig is, is uh, the Showman on Dateable, which is from three years ago. I was I was doing improv and stage and stand up first. That was your that's your first that's your first TV credit is on Dateable. Is yeah, my first audition actually. Right, uh, I um I, I was doing stand up. I got with a, a manager uh, for stand up, and uh, incidentally, Bill Lawrence, who created um, who's the showrunner of of Undateable. He created Scrubs and Spin City and Cougar Town and other shows. He uh, met with my buddy Brent Morin, who's also on the show, and Brent invited him out to the Hollywood Improv. And Bill saw uh, Brent and I do stand-up, and that's where I met Bill. And he invited us into his basketball game where we played way too aggressively <laughs> and tried way too hard. <laughs> and then uh, he uh, said, you guys want to come in for Undateable? And we're like, yeah, obviously, man. That's why I'm playing basketball here. <laughs> that's... Uh, that's awesome, and also makes me hate your guts like so much. Why? What's what's the hate side of it? That's the best like, way to do it. I, for you, yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, there's no other way. <laughs> that is the single best way. Yeah, yeah. That's what that's what you do. What do you do? You move to L.A. You perform at the Hollywood yeah. Improv. One of the creators yeah. of one of your favorite shows sees you. You yeah, play basketball with him. You get, in a, you get in a fight with all of his friends on the court, and then you get on the show. Yeah, that's, that's how it works. No, that's exactly that's that's exactly how it works. That's I mean that's everybody's story, really. You know, ask anybody. <laughs> if they're too aggressive at their yeah. basketball game. Because uh, you're like this. Your stand-up feels now that you say that you did improv or like. Your, your viewer folks, there, it like makes more sense to me because your stand-up is like almost performance art-ish. Um, yeah, it, it, uh, it, you know, uh, as of the past uh, year and a half, maybe two years, I've um, I've stepped away from that a little bit, and I don't like that I have, and I did it as a challenge to myself because I love that weird deconstructing uh, shit that you call performance art, which I'm I'm, I'm down for defining it that way. Um, the problem with doing that stuff is uh, generally if, if, um, if, if people don't get it, they don't like it. So it's not like, it's not like if a joke misses, then you can move on to the next joke. This, if, if people don't connect to it, there's, there's no coming back from it because I have to commit 100% to it. And um, 
that, that's tough for longer sets. Like if I'm doing 40 minutes to an hour and if people aren't on board in minute three, I mean, that means they're not going to be on board in minute 45. It's like, what am I doing? So right, right, right. I've, uh, I've been incorporating a little bit more of my, my personal life. Uh, the way I, I have no idea how to sell what it is that I would do on stage, but the way I always like to define it was I wasn't talking about myself, but I was, I was intimately expressing the way I think. Uh, through puzzles, through deconstruction, through through uh, situations like that. But now I'm, I'm I'm getting more personal with my stuff, which uh, it's really been a, a challenge to to keep the other stuff. And that's the the hardest thing for me. And I was incorporating my real life and 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 people getting to know who I am while still doing that other stuff. That is basically the reason why I do stand up because that's the most fun shit in the world for me. So. Um, I, I'm, I'm on the road now. This is actually my first time uh, headlining uh, uh, on the road by myself this show, and my main goal for this tour that I'm doing now is finding a way to incorporate my personal life with that style that it is that you're talking about. I like how I like how condescending you are about me calling it performance art. You're like, yeah, yeah. What you? No, it, no, it's not condescending. <laughs> not, not at all. It's just like. It's just like when you think of performance art, you think of like, I mean, I think of, you know, people, you know, at the promenade, you know, uh, juggling dishes or something. Oh, but, yeah, no. I mean, no different. I, no, but like, because it, it's not, uh, and I don't mean to insult, like I do stand-up, so what I'm about to say isn't insulting towards stand-up. Uh, you're not just Joe, Joe, Joe. You know what I mean? You do these like more long-form pieces where like, like you were saying, it's it, I, I, you have to either get it or you do, you just don't get it, you know? Right. So to me, yeah. that's, I, I don't know, I was just, I, you know, broad strokes, performance art. Um, not, certainly not, yeah, no, no, you're, you're, <laughs> certainly not just flinging oh. paint at a canvas. It's <laughs> like all <laughs> yeah, dancing to a lot of smart set. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's not funny. Um, yeah. <laughs> one of, one of, uh, when I, um, when I uh, uh, started doing stand-up uh, more uh, consistently, um, it was almost like going back into middle school. And I was never really bullied, but that, 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 that same thing where those clicks and stuff and people connecting it, and, and I would get so much shit the first four or five years especially, uh, up until a couple years ago, about how I was the guy that, that doesn't do jokes. And uh, people always said that, like, it's such a critique, and I always thought, that's awesome. Like, why is that a bad, like, who, you know, I don't need, you don't need punchlines every second. I, I, I thought that was a good thing, and I always got so much shit about that. But I developed around that, and, yeah, I don't know. I, I, can, I connect more with comedians that tell either long stories or that there are funny things and funny situations, and their point of view is funny. But to set up punchline, I don't know. I never really connected to it. It just seems kind of old school to me, that, that approach, you know? Yeah, I think that's what's so cool about stand-up is you really can come at it from whatever angle and if people think you're funny they think you're funny you know like yeah like I, like one of my favorite comics is definitely is, is Joe DeVito and he's definitely just like set up punchline set up punchline and like it kills me every time I, I die laughing but then Crystal Lee is another favorite of mine and he you know he just they'll just tell a long ass story and like it's just personality you're laughing at mostly you know yeah, I mean, if someone's funny, they're funny, and the structure is, is theirs to choose, not yours, you know, or not the audience's. Yeah. But, yeah, I feel you on that. Uh, how what, long have you been? You, what, what, did, what did you see that you were referencing as performance? And I'm curious what bit you, you, were, you saw. 
there were two things. There was the one, the 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 my half black, half white, where you were like oh, you over the top yeah. stereotype. And then there was another one. Uh, fuck, I'm not gonna remember the, it. The the one the 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 one that wasn't as memorable. <laughs> yeah, and then there was this other shitty one that I forgot. No, yeah, it you, were, you were doing funny. something to Alanis Morissette. And... <laughs> I think you were like juggling dishes and like. Uh... No, I, I forgot what the one dishes. I was tossing dishes. <laughs> oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Juggling is a you look down upon juggling. Um, I look down upon it. It's not my thing. <laughs> <laughs> Who fuck? What was the other one? Because I, I saw on, it was like a YouTube uh, from your thing. I don't know. All right, good song. I don't know. <laughs> but it was another thing where oh, it was the story where you didn't say anything for like ten minutes. You like Nicholas oh, Fane did the whole time. That's I like what it the whole time. Nicholas Fane. I don't know who that is. Who's, who's Nicholas Fane? Nicholas Fane was a Fred Ormison character on SNL. Oh, he fuck do... that, man. Did he, did, did he do something like that? Well, no, no, no. Different. No, no, no. Uh, I'm comparing it only in the fact that you didn't say anything. He would, like, take got, newspaper headlines gotten, and be gotten, like... I've gotten... Oh, yeah. Someone showed me that, actually, a while ago. I remember that made me so insecure, and I, that's, I stopped doing that for a little bit. I totally forgot about that was the reason. It was uh, He was a stand-up comic doing, like, political stuff, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was, it's yeah, like he so just funny. didn't... He didn't say anything, and then you're saying, you'd be like... It's different, different approaches to, I mean, whatever, like. Uh, no, Fred no, is no. the king, dude. Fred is the no, king. Well, uh, yeah, that's, that was also hilarious. Uh, all right, okay. <laughs> you know, I'm just getting so insecure now because Fred, Ar- I've been compared to Fred Armisen too much. Whatever, dude. <laughs> the, the one time you were compared to Fred Armisen, you're like, well. I guess I'm a little bit like Fred Armisen. <laughs> yeah, but I wouldn't call what he does performance art. What? What Fred Armisen does? Oh, no, I was just busting your balls about me uh. hearing about performance art. There's <laughs> <laughs> a little bit of a disconnect when you're on the phone, you know? Yeah, yeah, sorry. I can't read your facial gestures. I, I, I'm not getting your social cues. Sure, uh, I can't send you emoticons. What, um, how long have you been, uh, is this like your first set of dates? Or are you out for a while right now? Um, this is, uh, uh, I actually don't even remember where else I am. Uh, I, I'm certain, I'm going out, I'm going back to L.A. after this, and then I start going on the road again um, in April for the next couple of months. But I don't really know where I'm going yet. I got a schedule. Oh. I haven't even checked into it. So, but yeah, this is my first set on the tour. Oh, tonight. Oh, sick. Yeah, my homie's hosting, uh, Ryan Brooke. Ryan? Oh, right on. Yeah, I haven't met anybody yet. I'll meet him tonight. Is he hosting the whole yeah. weekend? I believe so, yeah. I think uh, He's definitely hosting tomorrow. I assume he's hosting the whole weekend. Oh, cool. Are you going uh, to come through? I don't know if they, if they do guest spots. I don't know how this stuff works. No, I'll, <clears throat> I'm going to pop in tomorrow just to say uh, what's up to Ryan and watch your show. But I, uh, I they, uh, yeah, I'm not, uh, I'm not, I'm not really in with the Long Island clubs yet, so I have to. All right, well, let's all get in with them together this weekend. <laughs> I, have, I have dues to pay, and I'm willing to pay them. I, I understand right. how it works. <laughs> bring some, bring um, some dishes, and you'll get five minutes. <laughs> uh, I had more. Uh, I had more questions, and uh, now I forget. Uh, you had it. You haven't toured before. You haven't like headlines. Uh, yeah, I, I've never toured. 
I, I haven't done it uh, by myself. I've gone with other people um, and or I've done it as a, like when we did the Undateable tour where we, we, we all went together and, and did it or I've gone, uh, but I've never gone and done, and I've done uh, solo, like individual shows at colleges or certain gigs. But this is my first time headlining by myself uh, for, for, um, for like a, for a weekend, you know? So I'm excited about it. I've been waiting to do it. Uh, I've been I've been, uh, I actually turned down doing it last year because of what I was telling you about before. I was still trying to figure out which, which style I wanted to, to focus on. And I, and, uh, and that's why I decided to do it now that even though I haven't quite figured that out yet, I'm, ex- this is, this is why I'm doing it to figure this out and to, to do these longer sets and try to put, put this stuff together. How was that? How was the unbeatable tour? Like, was it a long, was it? Was it all like just twenty minute sets, or were you doing like long? Yeah, uh, yeah. It was. We, we all we all did uh, like between fifteen and twenty five, depending on on when the show started. And uh, uh, Chris always went last. He did a little bit more. He would do like sometimes thirty to forty. And um, it was the best, dude. I mean, we did. Uh, I believe it, we did it twice. I think once was between like eight and ten, and one was between ten and fifteen cities. And we uh, we just went from city to city to city. We woke up in the morning, went to the next city, did press in the morning, and then did show that night. So there wasn't much sleeping. It was just waking up early and getting into the next city very late. But it's just those guys. I've been friends with those guys for years since even before the show. And we're just traveling, doing shows, going to new cities. And we've, we've, like, we're staying in hotels that were too nice for no reason because our showrunner went with us, and he will only stay in nice hotels, so it worked out for us. <laughs> and uh, it was just a blast. That was such a fun time, that tour. And that's what I like. One of my one of the things I love most about Undateable is that like everyone's a legitimate stand-up. Like I, I think that's like a really cool thing you don't see on TV much. I agree. I think it's a really cool thing. I mean, sometimes they put shows around one comedian, but um, to have out of the seven castmates, four of us are stand-ups. Uh, it's a really cool thing, and also we get to do, go do our, our own thing on the side, but still be connected to the show. Um, we have a separate skill set that has nothing to do with the show, but we could still put us together and people know us together. It's just really cool. Uh, uh, the League uh, does that. Uh, I don't know if you know the show FX The League. Yeah, yeah. And that's with, with Nick Kroll and Steve Renazizi and, and, they, and, um, uh, and, and uh, Sheer, and they, they are all comics. So they get to tour together as the show, even though they have nothing to do with their characters. They're also all, uh, I guess, well, I guess not Steve, but they're all improv guys originally, no? Um, no, Nick is a, is a, they, they do, they both do stand up. Nick has been doing stand up for years. Have you ever seen Carl? He's, his stand up's ridiculous. He's so funny. They also I've do improv, seen, but he's also, he's also a stand up comic. Oh, I've only seen him do improv, like at, uh, like Sketchfest stuff. Um, yeah, because he does that too, and, and that's, uh, um, and he's fucking great at it, but no, his stand up is, is so funny. I remember I saw him at the comedy store when I was when I was pretty new to stand up and uh and I recognized him from Funny or Die because he had that Bobby Bottle Service character that I thought was so funny. And I didn't know he did stand up either and since then I started watching stand up. It's great. It, Bridget doesn't so do stand up. I thought like she was a I thought it, she might have done. Who who? Bridget from uh from Undateable? No, she she does not do stand up. She's a like a pop star. She does music and she tours doing music and stuff. But she doesn't Oh do really? Yeah, oh. she she was oh. on a Disney show called Good Luck Charlie, and she's she um, has millions of followers that that love her music, and 
this is before undateable, so this is like kind of just she kind of is I don't know what she, I mean, I guess I don't know. I mean, if you call her an actor and musician first, I mean, she's unbelievable at both, but her music is really really great. I remember when we when uh when she got cast before I met her, uh I was in Ohio uh for Thanksgiving with Brent. Um he came back with me and we like we taught a comedy class in my high school. It was really fucking weird and funny. Absolutely. But uh but we're we're in we're in matching pajamas that my mom bought us, and then we're we're pulling up Bridget on on the TV and watching her music videos and just like dancing and loving it and like and we recorded. I still don't think I ever showed Bridget this, but we recorded before I ever met her. My my dad recorded Brent and I dancing to her songs that we really liked. <laughs> so she's she, yeah she's really talented, but she does not do stand up. I I don't know for some reason I assume she could stand up. Oh no, dude! Should, uh, you got your facts should, wrong, bro. Yeah, I should research better, I guess. I saw I yeah. that you did American Ninja Warrior stuff, and I was like, I don't need to research anymore. That's enough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm doing, that, like, uh, I'm doing that in April. I'm psyched for it. Dude, that's the, that's the sick thing. Like, I, uh, yeah. I'm, I'm 40 and fat, so that, like, that, it's not even, I can't possibly, it would never happen. By the time I got into the condition, I wouldn't have the bone density to do it, so... <laughs> it's, just, it's like the thing that I just always be like, oh, I wish. wish it It'll was be a win either it. way if you did it though. So I mean, if you if you make it all the way, or if you if you lose in the first thing, it's it's you know it's either cool or funny, <laughs> you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't want to. I don't want to be. I don't want to be funny like that. I don't want. I'm nervous. Spend spend the next five years trying to get into physical shape, and then uh, and then well. <laughs> Fall the dancing stones. I'll be like, ah, I just... <laughs> that's what I'm thinking. What if I don't make it past that first obstacle? Fuck, man. I'm spending so much oh, time uh, working on the salmon ladder. You know, I don't, might not even get to it. Yeah, that's uh, like stage two, right? Um, I don't know. I, I, I think so, but sometimes they might put it in for the uh, for the first qualifier. They change it up every year. Uh, yeah, I feel like that's the thing. Like, do you see these dudes and they're like sick? condition and you're like, oh, like, that guy's going to destroy the second and third levels. And then, but they can't get, like, they have no balance. And, uh, I know. You, know, you have to all, be able to do everything. Yeah. That's the thing. That's the thing. I used to, like, I watched it when it was, like, only Japanese, like the Sasuke. Yeah, me too. That's when I got into uh, it. Dude, I, lo- I love that. Uh, I should probably have gotten inspired to get into better shape back then. I didn't know it was going to be a thing. Yeah, you didn't, I was like, oh. Yeah, you didn't know that it, they were going to bring it to the States. Yeah, I was like, oh, I'll just eat that my whole head, but no problem. It's not going to interfere with anything I want to do. Yeah, but, uh, but those guys are, uh, like, I've been training a little bit for it, and, and the, uh, the guys that are training have already done it before, and they're just like, I mean, even their tattoos look like they could fight, you know? Like, they're just all in, like, dope shape, and, like, that's kind of like their lifestyle, and they're just standing on their hands for no reason. It's kind of a it's kind of a lifestyle for those guys. So who knows? Yeah, yeah. I don't know what how far I'll get. What else, man? How, are you guys are you guys filming it for like? Or is it going to make the episodes or like I no, understand I, I don't, you're not officially no, running? No, no, no. I think they're gonna just have like like probably like press cameras and pictures and stuff. And uh, so I'll like I'll be able to probably post it to my social media, you know. Or they might use it to talk about it, like if, well, if, because uh, we're still waiting to see if Undateable comes back for a fourth season. So who knows? Oh, yeah, but it's no. not going to air. Yeah, we don't know yet. Um, um, I did a, um, I did a series called The Sixth Lead, 
Uh, yeah, you should. It's on NBC.com and Hulu. What's that? Yeah, I was saying you should do the American Ninja Warrior stuff for that. That's what I was thinking. I was thinking that uh, if Undateable comes back, uh, uh, we're going to probably do another season of the Sixth Lead too, and I would want to have footage. And I wouldn't know what to write yet because it, I only get one take, so I can't write if I finish it or if I make it do well or if I don't. So I thought I might want to record it and and use it as something as if like, yo, I want to I want to be like I want to be like an athlete on Undateable. I want to do like cool shit and then cut to me doing American Ninja Warrior. So I don't know, but I might be able to use it for that stuff. Did Man, I want to fucking win. Yeah, that'd be sick. that buzzer, dude. That'd be so sick. Did you ever? Did you ever do parkour, or like, are you like a or like a climber? No, I mean, I, I've, I've done. You know, I, I I like to climb trees, and I've gone rock climbing enough times, but no, I'm not like uh, uh, an X gamer by any means. I I lift weights. I'm training for this thing. I uh, I play basketball a lot, but. Um, I'm definitely not in the type of shape and, and do the same type of stuff that these guys do. I mean, these guys are like, that's, that's what they do. I, I just watch videos of them just hanging on walls and just climbing up everything. It's like, no, I'm not interested in that at all. I, I have asthma, kind of, people think, maybe. <laughs> do you work on your balance at all? Is that like something you can work on? Um, yeah, you can, and I do, but not much. I mean, I I, I stand on, like, like one of those wood balancing things for like five minutes a couple times a week, you know? I mean, so no, not really. The only training, I'm, I'm not really, I mean, I went to that training. I didn't, that, that thing that you saw on my Instagram, this guy built a training ground. It's fucking so cool. But I didn't go there like like Ivan Drago, you know, like in Russia and like really putting in the work. I did it kind of like as an amusement park. It was just kind of a cool thing to do. These guys do it every day. I just wanted, because I had never done any of those obstacles. I just wanted to try it. So I'm by no means, like, prepping for this thing. I just work out sometimes and want to see if I could do it. I watch videos on Instagram of, like, people doing, like, pegboards and shit, and it's just a – I can't – it's, like, it's an unreal – it's an unreal physical expectation. You know what I mean? (laughs) I did it once. Uh, when I was there, and I was able to do it, and it just everything hurt after, and I I couldn't even try it the second time. My elbows hurt, my wrists hurt. It's just so hard. And then they have to do that. You have to do it like you have to do it like after you do other obstacles, and then do other obstacles after that. It's just yeah. that's possible, man. Yeah, and you hang by your fingertips, and then I jump know. and catch yourself on your fingertips. I know. I'm in the shade for 25 minutes in between trying at once. These guys, you know, they have to do it and they're being timed or the people racing them. Yeah, I don't know. That's why I'm a comic, though, you know? Yeah, that, that's another thing. Like, this is, like, an art. This is something that, like, takes so much focus and so much of your energy, like, daily energy. And then that's something that would take so much focus and so much daily energy. It's like, I don't know <laughs> yeah. how I don't know how, people, how anyone would do both. Like successful. Well, there's not. There's, there, there aren't too many successful stand-up comic slash American Ninja Warriors, though. No. <laughs> well, yeah, that specifically. But also, like in the broad scope of it, too. You know, like, like. Oh, doing anything else? Yeah, like, like uh, uh, Natalie Duran. She's like also in med school. Right. Right. How are you in med school and also every day training for? 